In this episode, we get to speak with Chris Vincent Fritz and Hope Wilder. We talk about Vue.js resources, Pathfinder Durham, acting like a caveman. Oh, and Chris plays us out. Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Anton. And I'm Project Philip Von Weiss. Thank you so much for consuming the Thunder Nerds, a conversation with the people behind the technology that love what they do and do, do tech good. good. Boom! Thanks everybody for joining us on the season premiere of Five. We've been doing this yeah. for five years now and we're super happy to have you join us. So thanks for watching, listening. Run. Yeah, and uh, thanks for our sponsor for this season as well. Um, do, you, do you know what I care about, Frederick? Uh, mashed potatoes. Is that a trick no, question? my identity. <laughs> it's mine. Oh, because I, I stole want, it. Yeah, I don't want anyone else to have it, okay? And do you know who else cares about identity? Potatoes. No. <laughs> this episode sponsor and the season sponsor, Auth0. Um, what they do is they, they make it easy for developers to build a custom, secure, and standards-based unified login by providing authentication and authorization as a service. And you can try it out today. They have a nice free tier. Just go to auth0.com. Nice, and, yeah. Thank you, Auth0, for being yeah, our exclusive sponsor. And uh, also, uh, if you're listening to the show and you're like our sponsor as well, and you like us, what you should do is subscribe to the show. And you can do that on YouTube, your podcast from choice, if you're on YouTube, click that wonderful bell icon so you'll know that we're live. And uh, we thank everyone who subscribes and listens. Yeah, thanks, everybody. So with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome our guest. And if you notice, we have guest plural. We have two human Bonus. beings today. Yeah, we have Chris Vincent Fritz, which is a educator slash engineer hybrid, a web consultant and former member of Vuecore team. And we also have Hope Wilder, who is the founder of Pathfinder. Welcome to the show, everyone. Oh, hey, th thank you. Great and to be here. How did yeah. you figure out my real middle name? Well, <laughs> Chris, what we do is a, a lot of research. We, we wow. go through your garbage. Deep background check. Yeah. Deep background check. I looked up your website on um, the Wayback Machine from 1985, and I found some weird stuff. But yeah, I, I know wow. your middle name. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I prefer if you didn't yak my yum. It's some, it, I'm still into that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, me too. I got the, uh, the rubber gloves to prove it. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about <laughs> you. So, Chris, thanks for joining us. You're, uh, you're, you're both Chris and Hope. You're both joining us from Raleigh, right? Durham. Very close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Durham. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Cool. So, oh, yeah. It must be freezing there right now, huh? In North Carolina? No, yeah, I think it's, it is it's beautiful. Freezing. Oh, I mean, not like I mean, freezing. Yeah. Freezing. Well, not like, listen, I came from compared Michigan before this, so yeah. like, <laughs> it, I've never experienced it cold so far in North Carolina. Like, cold is when it hurts so bad to be outside, no matter mm -hmm. how bundled up you are. And if you stay outside too long, you die. 
That's well, what cold I'm giving, is. I'm giving you some context. In Florida right now, it's 50 degrees. So I'd imagine where you're at, it must be like in the 30s. No? Yeah, it's like it's like actually freezing. So I beg it's like to 45 differ. or something, right? It's like 35. More differ it's like begging. Wear a coat. Earlier today, it was like 45. A lot right? of differ begging on the show this today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is cold. Again, it's uh, everybody's context of cold. Gotcha. So. Chris, let's let's jump in a little bit about you, and then we'll we'll uh, introduce everyone to Hope and uh, what part she's playing here today, and all about Pathfinder and, and what that is. So let, let's start off a little bit with some context of time and get a little bit of understanding about who you are. Um, I always like to to tell people who you know are new to the industry, maybe your second, third career devs, designers that. You know, they're, they happen every day. So not everybody knows who everyone is. So let's, let's welcome some of those people to the party. Could you, could you walk us through uh, about your career journey, where you came from, and uh, what you're doing now? Yeah, definitely. So I started out uh, in education teaching uh, human languages at first, mostly German, some Spanish, and got into programming when I wanted to really, like I, I dabbled with it a little bit, done some like uh, Pascal uh, and like a little bit of like C++, really just for fun. Um, <laughs> a little assembly. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not, it's not really like, uh, Pascal is actually has a beautiful yeah. like IDE and everything. Like, and okay. the help oh, is okay. so useful. Oh gosh, did they make no, did they know how to make documentation back in those days? Let me tell you. Um, so I, I started learning like web programming when I wanted to build tools that I needed for my teaching work that didn't exist. Mm. Um, and I figured like I could wait or like, how hard could it be? Um, and it's like, yeah, it's a little bit hard, but, uh, I, <laughs> I started simple. Um, you know, I, I was doing some like WordPress and, uh, you know, other PHP stuff and then got into some like Ruby and Rails. And then uh, eventually like got into more JavaScript stuff. And here I am today. And now I'm, I mostly do front end work. Um, I was working on the, the, the Vue team for a long time, still working in the Vue ecosystem. Uh, recently uh, stepped back from the, from the Vue team just because I, 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 uh, I couldn't make the, the, the time any, anymore for it. And unfortunately, not, not at this time at least. And I, I have a, an announcement. That, that we can talk about that I that, that I gave that I, I guess is vague enough to sound like alarming like there, there's like something that happened and let's just like, leave there's, it there's nothing that happened there's an announcement no, no. is it, is it gonna, an alert or a notification let it... let's put it that way it's a yeah, github it gist it's a github gist like that's how <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave it there and make people wait okay <laughs> no yeah what so I mean there's there's nothing there's nothing really big that happened uh yeah and I, I'm still on, on very good terms with uh, everyone in the team, uh, including including Evan. And you know, he said I'm welcome back anytime. So yeah, there's there's no drama or anything. Oh yeah, and I'm still I'm still using Vue all the time, and and still using it in my consulting work. A lot of times, as you know, time time goes and time passes, we you know we have more responsibilities that um, kind of acquire and things that we want to do, and sometimes our interests change. Um, what, do you mind just kind of diving into what, what that was like a little bit of, uh, I know we'll put a link in the, 
show of the article that you posted, but do you mind talking a little bit about that with some brevity? Uh, a little bit about which, which part? Like just sure about why you stepped down. Why I stepped down? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, first there, there are some like, uh, personal, personal family issues that uh, I, I want to make more time for. Um, but, but also besides that, I, I was finding it harder to basically find fulfillment in the, the work that I was doing uh, and also the, the time to do it. Like uh, being one of the, the most public people for the VIEW team um, really, uh, really took a, a toll. Like a lot, of, a lot of days I'd just be pummeled with people who wanted maybe even just like 15 minutes of, of time to, to help with something. And, you know, they're doing like good work and I want to, I want to help them with that. But, you know, it just like, it's unsustainable. And I, I could, I, I could have literally spent um, like 16 hours a day, every day, just doing things like little things for people that people would ask me uh, and not get anything else done and still not get through everybody. <laughs> um, and it, and I and I really don't enjoy like that level of um, just like people knowing me. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I like really. I mean, I, I enjoy I enjoy spending time with people in person, um, yeah. and I enjoy being able to like focus on uh, a more limited set of tasks. And and a lot of the work that you know I was I was doing on the on the view team that that really like needed to be done, but you know, just wasn't a good fit for my personality in terms of finding fulfillment, you know, like uh, uh, working with organizers and, and also uh, like organizers of events and conferences and doing more like community management stuff and, and also the sort of HR kinds of, kinds of things. Like I, I don't really enjoy that work, um, but it is important and somebody has to do it. Um, and, you know, there's some extent to which, you know, I, I could have like stepped back on, on some of those things, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to step back just a little bit sometimes um, when it's still like within your power to change something. And mm -hmm. And no one else, like uh, you know, might step up or or is stepping up as as far as you can see for certain things. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just hard. So I'm I'm still doing open source. Uh, I'm still you know doing a lot of work in view, but uh, really enjoying so far uh, not doing work as like an official representative of the view team. That's been a really great uh, break to get me to focus on. Uh, some other things that I, that I also really enjoy and also getting me, allowing me to focus on view stuff that I otherwise wouldn't get a chance to because I'm, I'm not spending a lot, of, a lot of the day putting out fires and things like that. Yeah, I imagine it must be very empowering to have a lot of that time back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, why don't we also introduce um, Hope. Hope, you are the founder of Pathfinder. Do you mind introducing yourself and um, tell us a little bit of context of what Pathfinder is? 
Sure. So um, I'm originally from South Carolina, but now I live in Durham, North Carolina, and Pathfinder is a self-directed learning community for ages 5 to 14. And it's a place where kids can find and follow their passions. It's also a self-governing community where kids have a voice in how the community is run. So they get to participate in the structure, not just um, by enjoying the community itself. So what got you interested in uh, doing something like this? What was the, what was the spark? What was the genesis of this? Well, I've been in education for about 14, 15 years, and I was teaching kids all over the place, public school, private school, um, on field trips, homeschool programs. And I just, I saw a wide range of kids and I figured out that, um, at one point I heard about this thing, self-directed education. And it's where the children really get to choose what they learn and who they learn from. And what I was seeing was that my customer as a teacher was usually the parents or the school system or the government or somebody, but that the child didn't really choose to learn what I was teaching. Um, so at some point I got fed up with it and I just said, I'm never gonna teach another class that the kid doesn't want to be there. And I found out the, the quick way to do that is to have a place where kids can opt out or opt into anything. Not much of a surprise, they mostly do opt out of classes, especially in the elementary school. What they opt into is play and socialization, um, you know, running around in the woods, building stick forts, making mud pies, like doing all the things that I know I loved when I was a child. So I, I see what I do is really bringing children back into childhood, letting them have some of that magic and wonder. And then once they find what they love, they can just go as far as they want to in any direction. Yeah, it's interesting if you shove a certain book in a kid's face when they're, you know, three or four, they're, maybe they're not going to really get into that. They, they want to play, but you know, as they grow as themselves and have more of an organic experience, you, you know, you're, you're supposed to play like you learn by playing as a child that, you know, they're going to have those interests. They'll, they'll get to that point by themselves. It's, it's kind of how nature works. It's how we're, we're built, how we're programmed. Right. I mean, and Chris, Chris can back me up from his background in education as well, too. But the science yeah. in education shows that people learn best when they're self-motivated and that people learn best through play. And as a real context, like play being one right. of those real contexts, you know, like yeah. a, a lot of a lot of people worry, like, well, like, what about like math and science? Like, how do people actually learn about stuff like that? Uh, and at Pathfinder, you know, they like build up little economies yeah. <laughs> and, and because like they're, they're also given responsibility for, you know, partial responsibility with parents um, and the, the staff at the school over things like the budget of the school, like figuring out where they want to spend money, like learning what things cost, like learning how to like manage a budget and doing, and doing that kind of math, doing like longer term planning. <laughs> like there's, there's a lot of like really practical math. And in fact, like almost all of the, the like day-to-day -day math that most adults use is in like budget planning. And budget planning itself is a very useful skill that most adults like are never really given an opportunity to learn. They just kind of figure it out hmm. on their own or maybe like from a friend or a parent when they realize like, oh, I'm out of money, I, but I need more money. 
<laughs> how do I how do I make sure I have money when I need it? <laughs> yeah, that might yeah. be an actual <laughs> skill you need. <laughs> that is a good skill. Yeah. I, I I like it because I like it because uh, there's more options. I mean, there I think there are some children that need the structure, some people some children mm -hmm. that don't, and it's wonderful that I see it more and more that there's so many different styles of education out there now and having these options so that children can thrive and what works best for them is fantastic yeah couldn't have said it better yeah and, and everyone needs structure to, to some extent yeah. otherwise oh, yeah. like, we wouldn't have like civilization that's <laughs> that's a structure yeah i mean that's that is structure and like one of the core focuses at uh at pathfinder is social accuracy and self-governance so like they, they actually learn how to form communities, how to like be members of communities, leaders in those communities. Um, Our kids run a mean board meeting. So <laughs> they that. keep it snappy on topic. They're, they're all, they read the entire agenda. One of, one of our moms told us they'd gone out and you know, a trampoline park or something and we're supposed to sign a liability waiver. So she hands it to her child who read the entire thing front and back before signing it because she's used to doing that at Pathfinder and she's nine years old. Um, well, I, it goes to the same thing with like, you could take it yeah. to the workplace where if you yeah. provide, um, they, they do a lot of studies where it's like, if you provide someone the motivation of either more money or self-governing, more of a, a, an administrative Autonomy. role. Yeah, where, yeah, exactly. Where you have more of a control of what you're doing and more of a say of what you're doing, yeah. you're going to have a more motivated worker with something like that. And the mm -hmm. same thing I think we could pull from what you're talking about, Hope, is that mm -hmm. if you provide the children an opportunity to own uh, their destiny a little bit and to take responsibility, they're going to take that and they're going to thrive on that. Yeah. yeah. And, and conversely, the opposite also happens. Like I, I went to like a more traditional school uh, growing up where you're basically told what to do, how to do it and when to do it all day. So you're given like no, no autonomy. And like one of the things I learned is like, oh, I guess I just don't like learning because <laughs> that's what school is. School is like learning and I don't like school. So I guess I don't like learning. And I wasn't really given opportunities to like decide like you know to ask my own questions to figure out like how to find resources to to accomplish these things um isn't like that a shame yeah there's a a, a graduate of, of pathfinder who like got into like a lot of a lot of programming uh and at this point i think he's learned like seven languages like pretty proficiently uh it's 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 really really impressive it's amazing like what you can do when you you can actually use the period of time when you have a lot of free time to learn to actually learn like useful skills and he's yeah. like 16 now 15 15 yeah 15 now <laughs> yeah, he can't he's too young to hire but he's yeah. he's giving advice to people at a company that he interns at. Yeah, he, he co-works at a at a local startup oh, um, where he sometimes like helps them solve like Linux issues and stuff like that too. Because <laughs> he also knows more about Linux than almost anyone on staff, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. He's it, like, so Red Hat, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like children learn how they best learn in this, you know, with the style of education so that that's the big benefit it's not just also the free time it's like 
how, you know, how can I learn something like someone may learn better by, by playing a game and someone may learn better by sitting in front of a book and reading for hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it connects, yeah. it connects to me directly to the open source world because yeah. as an adult, you have to keep learning, you know, and you have to, things are always changing. If you're contributing to this wider community, you're also not cheating when you look for the best answer that's out there. Oh yeah. Gosh. One of my, one of my favorite quotes, I think this is Alan Kay. Um, like a good programmer writes good code, a better programmer steals better code. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, lear le learning, learning is social. Um, and like the, there is like tons, tons of like social constructivist research that, that shows that the best learning happens when people get a chance, people of any age get a chance to construct their own knowledge socially rather than just being like given a bunch of answers. Like I, I know for me, like I, I do a lot of data visualization work and um, I had, uh, I went to a, a high school where they did the international baccalaureate program and I did international baccalaureate, higher level mathematics supposed to be like the, the, the hardest like international baccalaureate class. And I, I, I did pretty well. And I tested out of like tons of credits for college, you know, so because I, I knew so much like calculus and so much trigonometry and all these other things that like a lot of people like don't learn until later. Uh, and I realized like I didn't know when to use any of that actually. And, and really I had to relearn all of it when I started doing data visualization where like calculus and trigonometry, for example, are actually really useful. But I didn't know them because I didn't know what problems they solved. I didn't see something in the world and think like, oh, that's where I could use calculus. And until you can do that, you don't know calculus. Yeah, that you is don't know problem. anything. You don't yeah, know anything useful. That's definitely a problem in public education. They, they just teach the, the practical. Like, no, no, well, no, they it's don't. It's not even practical. practical. It's not in a they real context. They don't teach the practical because At they don't best, teach. At yeah, best, it's a contrived yeah. word problem about trains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say that. There's two trains are traveling. At, yeah, that happens yeah, to so. me all the time. <laughs> I'm just like driving this train and there's another train and I'm like, Come Oh, on, yeah. Quick, I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost late for the podcast because we had like, I had a train that left at 741. And <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like a bad dream. <laughs> um, yeah, but like when we're talking about like, oh, but like when will kids actually learn stuff? Yeah. Like they'll learn the stuff the that time. is useful socially, including like that is useful to other people in work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Chris, I, I, I want to get to um, some of the um, uh, questions that people sent in to us too. Yeah. And speaking of learning, uh, one of our, one of our, uh, listeners, Todd here wrote and, uh, Todd, Todd was asking, what are some good resources that you could cite for uh, learning view? What are some of the, um, if you want to get into it quickly, what are some of the best resources that you could help you jump in and, and start, start really getting a handle on it? Got it. Happy to help. So first, the view docs is the first place that I'd go. Um, the, like I was um, previously, previously on the docs team. Um, uh, now, uh, Sarah Anfan, or Sarah Dresner Anfan, uh, Talia Tepluhina, and Ben Hong are doing an awesome, awesome job. 
continuing that work and they are really, really, really good docs. If you just read through the essentials for like part of the docs, you can get through that in like the afternoon of a Saturday and learn like 80% of the, the really, really common features that help you be productive in Vue. Uh, and then if you go further, you'll be able to go, um, you'll, you'll be able to like solve some more complex problems and, and go in different directions, building different kinds of applications, um, all in the docs, the, the official docs and also uh, each sub-project. So uh, like Vuex and Vue Router, for example, which are also officially maintained projects, have their own documentation. Uh, and uh, in terms of non-official resources, actually, no, one more in terms of official resources, the docs also include like a really great cookbook uh, curated by Sarah mm -hmm. Drasner, um, who, yeah, she just does a fantastic job. Um, basically helping like guide you through how to solve a bunch of different um, problems in a, in a more specific way, uh, whereas the, the docs remain pretty general because we don't know what specific kind of app you're building what kind of specific problem you have uh, but in the cookbook we can go over like really specific things like how do you integrate this specific third-party library into into a view project that kind of thing i love that and also there's probably a really good podcast that someone could go to to listen about view um, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna I go into some non-official resources now one of them is <laughs> enjoy the view enjoy the uh, view is, i think you're up to like podcast. four episodes now right i think we've released five 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 yeah. episodes nice okay yeah, yeah yeah and you can find us on all the major platforms if you just like open up your podcast app whatever it is search for enjoy the view spelled v-u-e just like the, the library you'll find us and also i have to mention um there are some, some great video courses. Um, uh, Maximilian Schwarzmüller, I think, um, on Udemy has like a really great course that, that a lot of people really enjoy. Um, and then View School has some great courses. Uh, View Mastery has some great courses. Oh, I love uh, those videos, yeah. Yeah, View Mastery, uh, led by uh, Greg Pollock of Code School fame, which were some of like, the most useful videos that I found, and I, I really scoured uh, the internet back then to try to find useful videos for learning like Ruby and Rails, and Greg Pollock's were the best. Uh, and he brings that same like experience and style uh, to view mastery uh, with the other instructors that he's all trained personally. Uh, and so uh, those, those are great resources. There are also a ton of view books uh, for anything from like testing to building forms uh, to just like a general introduction, uh, so some really high quality stuff. Uh, you can, you don't have to believe me, you can like read the reviews and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> go check it out, just go on like Amazon and, and search for them and, and you'll find some, some great ones. Have they, have they started uh, the version three docs yet? Are they anywhere out there for anyone interested in? Not my job anymore. <laughs> I was just curious if you knew. I'm just curious if you knew. Uh, you don't need to feel pressured. Oh no, I don't feel pressured. I was I was saying that with with delight. Uh, you know, it's it's yeah. nice when there's like a responsibility that yeah. it's like, oh, it's not my job anymore. Well, let's let's hear a little bit more though about uh, yeah. about the podcast, if you don't mind. I, I'd oh, love I'd, to know. I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's enjoytheview.io for people that want to yeah. go there right away, look at the website. But could you tell us like what how did what was your inspiration to start this podcast? Where were you? I want to know where were you when uh, this this idea came to you? Gosh. Um well I don't remember. It's not, it's not like Okay, oh, should like a big event like that. Where was I? Where I don't know. Probably you? at home statistically. <laughs> Great, you answered my question. <laughs> he, was texting, he was texting on the toilet. <laughs> uh, well, we don't need to go into it. We don't need to go into all the details. I think uh, Brian but... hit something there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, basically, this is um, you know, I was on a, a previous podcast with uh, Ben Hong. Um, Ari Clark and Elizabeth Fine, uh, who are my co-hosts on Enjoy the View. Um, and we, we moved to this podcast on the Code Fund Network. And uh, yeah, it's just, I have been really, really enjoying, uh, yeah, interviewing great guests. Uh, in this one, where we're having like 50% guest episodes and 50% uh, panel episodes, or at least that's what we're thinking right now. It might shift over time. You know, depending on what we're feeling, because we can do anything. We can do whatever we feel like. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you had um, name. Uh, Jen on the other day too. Jen Looper, yeah, right? Yeah. From uh, View Vixens. Yeah, it's so cool. Yep, you betcha. Yeah. Yeah, she's what's great. Yeah, she was. Hat? She was our first, uh, our first guest interview. Yeah, because we just we we love View Vixens so much, and actually, um, like Ari Clark, um, one of our one of our panelists entered the view ecosystem through view vixens like she might not have even been like involved in view if it wasn't for the work of view vixens mm -hmm. wow that's so cool i love that yeah what, they, they do some great community building who came up with the name the name of the podcast so i like that i great name oh i mean i don't know like i think it was me but now i'm worried like am i taking credit for someone else's idea <laughs> <laughs> it's funny no, we, we almost uh, at one point called it uh, the, the viewpoint, which was not my idea. Uh, that was Divya uh, Sasidaran, um, who she was on uh, gave us permission to steal that. Yeah, she was, she was also a guest. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. really like that. That's a cool name. Someone's yeah. coming for someone. <laughs> I think that's for you, Someone's Brian. what? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, that's quite all right. No, they come for Brian twice a day. So it's totally understandable. So are, are you still doing Patreon? Or are you still getting support from that? Yeah, yeah, I'm still doing Patreon. Uh, still, doing, uh, still doing my like, uh, non-official open source work and actually I'm able to dedicate more resources to that uh, now that I'm not on uh, official duties. Uh, and also uh, working on some stuff that I'm, I'm not ready to talk about yet. Mm, why don't we dive can, into can that? Can you drop a hint? <laughs> Drop a hint. Um, I, I think I think it'll be fun. I don't know. I I just I'm trying to do stuff that, um, yeah, just feels really great to me. Uh, and generally, the stuff that feels really great is the stuff that, in my consulting work, I find myself solving like that kind of problem over and over again. And if I'm solving that problem over and over again, it's because there's not really a good solution for that problem. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I hear some big background coming. Go on. <laughs> I, I feel like it's getting hyped up too much already. Uh, <laughs> now people are now. No matter what it is, it's just like, oh, that's it. Like I thought I was going to solve all my problems. 
Well, all we know is that there's a problem that most people probably have over and over again. And two, this thing is going to be huge. Listen, listen, (laughs) do you have a problem? (laughs) If you have a problem, you could really use this, whatever is coming up. Yeah. Product X. Great, great commercial. Yeah. I can't wait to view it. Are you sad sometimes? Why don't we jump back in then, I guess, really to what, do you mind talking? Because I don't think we, we really dived into what you're really doing with, uh, with Pathfinder. Do you, do you want to talk more about yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead. So I, I, I just work sometimes as like a, a volunteer uh, with Pathfinder, just with, with whatever I can. Like just it's, as a volunteer? Come on. Yeah, every I wouldn't volunteer say just. matter. <laughs> You know, just in, like, just in some free time, help with an open house, helping them get um, uh, get some technology up and running, uh, help point some students to some resources and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, that's that's part of what Pathfinder is. Like they build they build community, uh, and they reach out to like people in their community to help students explore whatever interest they happen to be passionate about. You know, because you can't have a staff that is an expert on absolutely everything. Like hope. Hope is really smart, and a lot of other people are really smart in the staff. So they they are experts at more things than most people. <laughs> like so, I I think the other day, like you you took some kids down to the creek, uh, and you know you looked for poop in the creek <laughs> with like you know testing pH levels and stuff like that. Oh, okay. you know, scientifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not just like panning for poop. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being. Okay, who pooped in the creek? <laughs> I guess it's two o'clock. Let's go down to the creek. Uh, title of the episode. <laughs> title of the episode. Who pooped in the creek? Who pooped in the creek? <laughs> Sounds great to me. Yeah. With Chris Ritz. <laughs> oh. uh, sure I don't mind that in my tombstone. <laughs> On your tombstone? Jeez, yeah. Wow. Who pooped right. in the creek? Yeah. Oh, we jumped. We jumped into dark, dark passages. <laughs> well, maybe it was a nice death. You don't know. Yeah, I think that'll be my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Hope, how can people find out about uh, Pathfinder, first of all? What, what's, the, what's the website? Yeah, sure. It's pathfinderdurham.com. That's mm-hmm. D-U-R-H-A-M. I thought it was Pathfinder Community School. We have a short one, too. Okay. Oh, you have a... Wow, she's... We have two. Nice. Years. There you go. Smart. Yes. Did you know you can do that? No, I didn't know. I mean, well, I, I knew that you could. <laughs> I knew that you could do that. But, like, I didn't know that you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, what's your, what's, what's the plans for the school? Like, what, what do you, where do you see it in five years? Are you looking to take this as, as, a, as an entity, if you will? I don't know a better way to put it, so forgive me. But are you looking to take this entity and, and move it to more locations? Do you have plans to, like, you know, kind of go across the city, the state, and so forth? Oh, and the world, like, of course. Oh, or Mars, <laughs> sure. Well, start with Earth. Earth. Um, I mean, yeah. Realistically, start local. (laughs) So Pathfinder is already part of several peer affiliate networks, um, one of which Agile Learning Centers has, I think, hundreds of schools now all over the world, Central, South America, um, Europe, Asia, and also Democratic Free Schools. So we're, we're one of many. And I really value connecting to those collegial networks, and I feel like we're we're stronger together. Um, for Pathfinder itself, as an entity, I would love to expand to have high school age. I would love for people to see what we're doing as an inspiration. And most of all, I would love for other um, 
I would love for other parts of education, I would love for self-directed education to be seen as a viable, legitimate, you know, alternative, just like people think of Montessori, they think of Waldorf, self-directed education. And I, I would love to see the principles of self-directed education spread out into other schools where, you know, maybe in all the traditional schools that are, have a very rigorous academic focus, letting the children have just a little bit more autonomy, letting them have a slightly more choice, letting them have a little bit more say in how things um, run in the classroom, I think that would lead to healthier, happier kids. Yeah, and even like more popular models like, like Montessori, like get a lot of their success by making their learning much more self-directed. Yeah. And Montessori is one of those things where like, there are a lot of different implementations. <laughs> Yeah, You know, it's sort of like Agile, you know, you, you've seen some like great implementations of Agile probably. And so I'm like, is this really Agile? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did and quotations for our audio listeners. Agile. Like free, free democratic yeah. schools yeah. is like a good umbrella term for like right. where, where hope is on the spectrum, where it's, it's much more self-directed, often in a way that, at least for me as an educator, as a teacher, when the first time I experienced that in a school, which was uh, many years ago, way before I, I came to Durham and, and I found out about Pathfinder, it seemed like chaos to me. It's like, so, well, someone yeah, should do, do something. You, someone yeah, should do, do something because the kids are just like doing things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you say to parents that are like, that are looking at it and they're like, oh, it looks interesting, but it, it, isn't that anarchy? I mean, is it? it yeah, I get how, I get yeah. the Lord of the Flies question a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that's actually British boarding school fiction. But anyway, we'll go not go there. So um, basically, the kids are help us make the rules. And they have a huge stake in enforcing their rules because they made the rules. So every week we have a meeting called Change Up, where we try out new tools and practices. We try it for just a week at a time, sometimes even a day at a time. Um, and the adults have the final say in safety matters. So if the kids say, you know, we want to have... Play with fire. Well, actually, that's a good one. Oh, God. <laughs> because um, playing with fire, no, but having fire building classes that includes yeah. fire safety, that's like every scout has done that, right? So one match fire, I'm like, yeah, come on. That's fun. <laughs> you just have to put it out. Have fire, really it's about fire in the right places. So um, it's not anarchy. Uh, the kids will bust you. If you eat outside of the eating zone as an adult visitor, the kids will come up to you and say, excuse me, you're out of the eating zone. You have to go back. Oh, and you left your wrapper, by the way. So put that in the trash. Yeah. So they're, they're sticklers yeah. for the rules. I, I have been politely, uh, politely talked to yeah. uh, by, by a young student for speaking uh, too, like, loudly. too loudly in a quiet room. <laughs> And they're they're absolutely right. Like I was, you know, the, each each room, you know, there's like a rumpus room where you can basically like bounce there's off the walls. Padded walls. Yeah. Please tell me uh, there's Velcro on the walls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so like it's it's super safe for for kids to bounce around and like get out energy, which like sometimes you yeah. need to do. Like there are sometimes when I'm working and I'm just like, oh, I need to take a break and I need to just like like go for a run or something. Yeah, go run, yeah. Yeah, or or I mean, really, who am I kidding? I don't go for runs. Um, have like a Taylor Swift dance party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just like get some energy out before I can, you know, sit back down and focus again. Yeah, I'm looking at the calendar. By the way, I'm disappointed that you did on April second. 
you did a staff work day. You could totally, April 1st, you could have really done something funny oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, April 1st, you can show up. Yeah. What do you think it is then that within this, the system, if you will, uh, that we're not giving kids enough responsibility? Is it that mm. we don't expect enough out of them? And if we don't, why not? That's a big question. It is a big question. I mean, there are a few things that keep it going now. And it's, it's also like, why does it keep going now is a different question from how did it get that way in the first place? Mm. You know, so like the, our education system was designed for a very, very different world than we live in today for different goals than we have for our education system today. Like it was basically built to create a, a ruling class of about like 20% of people that would actually do like work that uses their brain. And then for 80% of people to make them feel like they deserve to be ruled. Uh, mm. And they would just do like manual labor. Uh, and yeah, they would just I... take orders. And, and our school is very good at creating people who like can follow instructions oftentimes and maybe can't do much more than that. In a lot of cases, I, I've met some computer science grads who I, I would consider completely unhirable in their current state because they don't know how to ask questions, how to like find resources, how to like ask, like, why are we even doing this in the first place? Like, this is so essential to actually building a great product, <laughs> no matter yeah. what you're building. And if you don't have those skills, you don't even have the foundation of the skills that you need to be a great programmer. Yeah, and I guess I guess I would just or can I jump in? Yeah, go ahead, do it. Please. And and I would say that for me from the plus side or like how to shift things or change things, I think just remembering if people can remember, oh wait, I was a child once. And mm. hey, kids are people too. Um I see it as a problem of trust, like not trusting children to make their own decisions and also not um, not taking them for where they are. So a five-year-old, you ask a five-year-old, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a dinosaur, detective, firefighter, ballerina, superhero. It's like, well, of course. Um, and letting letting kids be who they are right now rather than expecting them to be like college professors at age five, six, seven, and not expecting I feel like we expect both too much and not enough of kids at the same time. And yeah, and most of us grew up with a very limited like kind of education. Uh, when I first started checking out some alternative schools and especially like some of the alternative schools that I found working really, really well. Um, and not just with like rich kids, <laughs> Not just with like people who like already have tons of resources, so like you're kind of not surprised that they're succeeding. Um, like also in like low income communities, also like with kids who like uh, aren't neurotypical or have disabilities. Um, also with kids who have have other challenges um, in their lives that they're dealing with, uh, trauma that they're that they're coping with that make it really hard to to survive in, in most systems right now because they don't have the skills. Speaking of trauma that you have to live with, 
we're getting close to the end. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, and, well, I just want to say, yeah, so a lot of people are real, like we're used to seeing, seeing people and seeing kids in a certain context. And so we assume that that's the way that it is. And that's what human nature is. That's the way that children develop. Uh, and it's absolutely not true. Like uh, my mind was blown. I can drop some more resources in the show notes uh, if people want to find yeah, out. Yeah, please do. Can too. Yeah, we, uh, we would definitely like to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've added a bunch of throughout the conversation. So feel free to drop some more, uh, more in there afterwards. Um, awesome, right now, you. now we're going in, since we're getting towards the end, we like to do a lightning round. Uh, and it's more to, to get um, I like it because it gets to know you a little bit more personally um, and you can maybe ask some questions we didn't get to ask during the show. Um, and since you brought up the initial one and the way it's going to go is, uh, I guess, who want, which one of you wants to go first? Chris? Chris, Chris is sure, going to yeah. go first. Okay. Um, so we'll ask the question, you answer it. Uh, we move on to another question after you both have answered. Sound good? Sounds good. Lightning round, oh, round. Lightning round. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, favorite pizza toppings since you brought it up at the beginning. Uh, oh, pizza throw. topping. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, oh gosh, this is even the example that you put in. I didn't prepare because I didn't think you'd choose this one. Go ahead, go ahead, go for pizza. Pineapple, for pineapple, and banana pepper. Nice. Ooh, gorgonzola. Ooh, that's pretty good. All right. Hope, favorite cartoon as a kid? Um, the Animaniacs. Ooh. Polka Dot, Chris? Um, probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, yeah, I love nice. me some turtles. Nice. Your, your first job? My first job was as a guitar instructor, I think. I don't think I had a job. No, no. Uh, I mean, what do you count? Do you count like anything you get money? So, sure. So neighborhood jobs, just like doing like uh, yard work and landscaping and stuff like that. And okay. Some oh. kind of boring paperwork stuff. Filing files. No, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Chris, what are you watching on Netflix right now? Um, well, I... I didn't think it's paused right now because I didn't think I was supposed to watch during the podcast. Uh, but no, no, it's mandatory, but that's fine. Keep going. A show that I just started was, gosh, I've only seen like a couple episodes. Uh, Marina Mosty, who's also in the view community recommended it to me. And it's a new one with this girl who's, yeah, I'm looking it up a little bit as we go and trying to to buy myself time. Hope, what's your, what are you watching right now on Um, Netflix, Hope? I'm watching Turn, Washington Spies. Ooh, that sounds intriguing. It's like spies in, you know, 1770s. Okay, I am not okay with this, is what I just started watching. But if you want to know what I'm watching on Hulu, I can't remember the name of that. (laughs) Oh, what's that? (laughs) It wasn't the question, but go for it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm asking myself questions. Nope, nope. So on Hulu, <laughs> I'm watching, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm re-watching some Please Like Me, which is a really, really good show. And uh, the same creator of Please Like Me, oh my gosh, now I've left my brain, is uh, who, what are you going to do or something like that? Anyway, if you look up Please Like Me, show creator, and then you look up other shows, you'll find the other one on Hulu, which just came out, which is really good. Why did I ask myself a question I don't even know the answer to? <laughs> okay. Great, great description. <laughs> Brian? Lightning would round. You, would, Brian. Would you, yeah, would you rather stick your, your head in a lion's mouth or be launched from a cannon? Oh, launched from a cannon? No problem. 
I mean, do I get to design the cannon? No. You're asking questions. Stop asking um, questions. Which one? Cannon, cannon. <laughs> Hope, what is your favorite thing? Honestly, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Mm, I'd say my sense of humor. Nice. Chris? I know you'll have a different mm. answer because, you know, Mo. Um... I don't know. My, my obsession with difficult problems, I like that, and it's useful, and it gives me a lot of fun and joy. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, Favorite I have a lot breakfast. of patience for troubleshooting. <laughs> what was that? Favorite Thing breakfast. for breakfast. Favorite breakfast. Mm. Favorite breakfast. Uh, something called a Dutch baby. Oh, yeah. You know what I love that those. Is? Yeah, it's we like make them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, with lemon. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I'd say a, a meal square with peanut butter. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hope. Picture it. It's raining outside. It's Mm. one in the morning. You come home. No one's there. You open a door. All the lights are off and there's a ghost. What do you do? What do you do? I think whack it with a frying pan. You have a frying pan when you get home? Yeah. (laughs) She carries it with her on the way in. Chris? I mean, why do you think I have this jetpack on right now for, or not jetpack, Ecton pack, Ecto pack, <laughs> something for the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Audio listeners, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Chris is wearing an Eco, Echo, whatever you call it. From it's off-brand. Yeah, yeah, it's off-brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, made in Belgium. wearing an amazing yeah. <laughs> Really tall. Brian? Um, oh, God, I had a question and it just fluttered away. Uh, um, Chris. Oh, God. Uh, Go you got it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Go. I'll Chris, what podcast are you listening to right now? Um, the one I'm on. I didn't mean that literally. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> what current podcast are you enjoying that you're listening to? That that your last podcast that you listened to? Yes, the last to? podcast that I listened to, I think, was uh, Mission to Zix, which is oh, an improv sci-fi podcast uh, where this crew goes around and has to do stuff. It's sort of like inspired by like Star Trek, Star Wars, that kind of thing. Um, so it's funny. It's funny. It is funny. Stop asking more And it's questions. improv. It's improv that's actually funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, why are I you allowed to ask questions? hear it. Yeah, okay. Hope? Uh, Fair of the Free Child with Akila Richards. Ooh. Would you rather be able to copy and paste in real life or undo in real life? Ooh. I'm going to say undo. Well, undo? What does copying and pasting even mean? That's I like, can do like that in real life. You could replicate In things? real life, meaning... You could just be I, like... Pick up my phone, copy, copy paste. paste. I have paste. another phone. Oh, the answer is, of course, undo. <laughs> for all the horrible mistakes I've made. In fact, sometimes when I've been playing a game for a while, uh, where you can like quick save and quick load with like F5 and F9, sometimes right before a difficult conversation, I'll I'll feel myself instinctively reaching for F5 because I have a feeling this isn't going to go well and I might need to load. I have never successfully loaded. (laughs) I got lost in all that. That was great. Chris, let me ask you a question. Didn't you wear that shirt the day after yesterday? Yeah, yes, because that's today. <laughs> I saw this person like, in five years to get that. 
What, what <laughs> chore do you absolutely hate doing? Oh, spiders. Kate, uh, yeah, I, I, have, I have other people do spiders for me. Like whoever's around. Like bathe the spider? <laughs> like if I have a partner around, <laughs> like I'll have a partner spiders. take care of the spider. Uh, if I have a friend around, have like friend take care of spider. Whoever it is, I, I they don't hate spiders as much as me. I don't like they're kind of creepy. I don't mind bugs. Oh. Bugs are okay, oh, but you spiders. get a certain number of legs and it's like, oh no, get away. What's, and eyes, what's your eat chore? eyes. What chore do you hate, Hope? Kitty litter. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. Frederick? Oh, I I, I like kitty litter. <laughs> oh my question. <laughs> your question. Yeah. Hope, what are you listening to as far as music right now? What, what music are you listening to? Hmm. I listen to a lot of the Foo Fighters. All right. Chris? I like the Foo. Gosh, I, right here, I was literally having, like right before the podcast. Swift dance party. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know me, but like, that's fine. What if I was going to give a different answer and lie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's see some of those dance moves. Where? Taylor Swift just came out with a new video, dance by the moves, way, which is great. Moves. Dance moves? Sure. I mean, it's kind of yeah. a cramped space, but you're probably going to get weird audio. I'm going to mute myself for a little bit. Just so you no, don't no, get like no weird muting. pops. No, no, no muting. No, no, just no, no, just no, no, get muting. up and dance. Okay. No muting. <laughs> He's actually dancing. Oh, this is nice. Yeah. Wow. I can't. I can't do my. It's yeah, too. It's yeah. too tight here at the desk. I can't do my full range of motion. So you're not going to see yeah. like my best moves. Yeah, uh, but for our audio I listeners, at, Chris really oh, gave people a, are talking, a good boogie down performance. He like did a. He did a backflip. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Where do you mind not waiting? not waiting where do i mind not waiting yeah like it do you not do you mind not oh, waiting okay. at the dentist do you mind not waiting in line at the grocery store frederick, for example let him process it himself frederick probably Sorry. when i'm sleeping oh okay because i'm not even oh. conscious of the waiting um i don't mind not waiting at the dmv <laughs> you enjoy the dmv i guess no i don't <laughs> But you don't mind it. I don't mind it. You don't mind not it's waiting? It's kind of meditative. Okay, that one was Frederick's question. <laughs> it's kind of cathartic, I guess, yeah. I'm out of questions, Brian. I'm ready. To I, don't, okay. I don't mind waiting for death. Okay, I'll ask, I'll ask, one, I'll ask one more question then. Uh, what fact amazes you every time you think about it? Um, gosh, sometimes I, I do this thing when I'm driving where I try to pretend that like I'm like a caveman who was just transported forward in time and is somehow like in charge of this vehicle and is trying to figure out what's going on. I'm just like, ah! oh! I'm just like amazed at like how fast I'm going and uh, realizing like I have control. People, avoid him on the road. Yeah. No, no, I'm a very good caveman driver. I'm a very good caveman driver. And I only do it, I don't do it on the highway. But like sometimes you got it. Oh, I do it on the highway sometimes, but it's still very safe. Uh, okay, I, would hope. Say, I would say the Carl Sagan, all the sands on all the beaches of all the worlds are not as many as the billions of stars in the stars universe. And... Oh, yeah. Love yeah, pale blue dot stuff. That always yeah, blows my mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love the driving thing. I love the screaming. Uh, Brian, would, Brian yeah. would say that's how I normally drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and that's how I ride in the car with him. But that's screaming out of joy. That's screaming out of joy. Just like the wonder of the world and like looking around at the buildings and stuff like that. And just like, how do, wow. 
<laughs> no, my, mine is fear because Frederick drives scarily. Very well. So speaking of how well I drive, why don't we ask you, we're, we're getting so close to the end here. I want to provide you both a chance uh, and if hope, if you want to go first, uh, some mm -hmm. final words for our audience. Yeah, sure. So my advice for the audience is to say, remember that kids are people, children for the future. Thanks. Uh, and my advice is uh, pretend that you're a cave person sometimes. Uh, you, will, you will find so much joy and wonder in the world. Love it. Right Hope, what is the best way people could find out more about you and more about Pathfinder? Where should they go? Sure, pathfinderdurham.com. That's where you should go. Okay, great. Yeah, Durham, like D-U-R-H-A-M, mm -hmm. in case you don't know how to spell it. Yes, and we'll obviously have uh, links to all of this in the show notes. And Chris, how do people find out more about you? What's your uh, caveman address or your, or your website or all that? Yeah, I mean, I, you can find me on Twitter at, at Chris V. Fritz. Uh, and you can also find me on GitHub at Chris V. Fritz. And v for Vincent. V for Vincent, that's true. Yeah, people have asked me if it, like, but you can find me on Patreon at Chris View Fritz. Ooh, I like how the view and the Vincent. <laughs> because it's for my together. view work, yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. All right, Everywhere great. else you can find me, Chris V. Fritz, I'm super boring. <laughs> I'm sure you're not. As, as obviously I'll give you two guesses to guess tell. my email. <laughs> <laughs> and you only need one. The two is generous. Yes, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, oh, was that hey. your original email? Sorry, sorry, I'm just curious. Like my oh, very first you, email? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Our... No, my very first email was, I don't know, something, whatever our first. Be something with numbers. Internet provider was. Um, and then the, the, no, 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 I, I grew up in Belgium, so we didn't have, we had a different one. I can't remember what it was called. It's sort of a D, I think, but it doesn't what? matter. Mine was Brad Bradley at Yahoo because I didn't want anyone to know my real name. So I like create a fake name. My first username was Plinkety Pluck. <laughs> it's Plinkety Pluck? Plinkety Pluck. Uh, so I, I played a lot of guitar uh, and especially a lot of like Plinkety Pluckety music. Or at least aren't that's you gonna, so. Aren't you going to play us out? Uh, sure. No. I mean, no? Okay. No. <laughs> says no. No, it's in the, it's in the other room. Out. It's in a case and everything. You're going to be waiting around for a while no, no, and it's no, not no, going to be worth it. We got, we got a minute. <laughs> go, go for it. Grab the guitar. Let's play it okay, out. Okay. Okay. Oh, hope's like, oh my God. I'll be right back. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm not going to hear you it. for a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. So everyone, right now, Chris is grabbing his Epson and he's going to be back. Yeah, I still think this is probably not a good idea. It's a very good idea. He's, he's just making a comment about that for our audio listeners. Yeah, he and it's cartwheeled out of the view, too, which is pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. They're out of what? View. Oh, geez. Oh, see what I did there? <laughs> a horrible dad joke. Oh, it was a very good joke bad. and an appropriate joke. What are your guesses that Chris's guitar is going to be? What brand? Uh, Six-string no Ibanez? Idea. Oh, whoa. It's oh. a brown, a brown. It's covered in smiley face stickers. Looks like it's wood. <laughs> it's not it's a wood guitar. Okay. So just okay. a heads up, like I, I do need to clip my nails, so things are not optimal here. And also, this thing <laughs> isn't 
Like I haven't, I, I didn't just tune it. So. Uh, <laughs> well I, said. I like Thank you, Hope. <laughs> no, uh, what's nice. a good like outro music? That was great. Just keep going. Any song. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunder Nerds. This is weird. Chris, oh Vincent gosh, Fritz. I can't do it when I'm when I'm sitting here next to someone. Yes, you can play. <laughs> Come on. Well, I can't. I can't go too far down the fret, or else it's weird, or else it, I don't have room for my hands. Um, Feel free to sing loud too. <laughs> I, I thought Hope was gonna sing. Ah, it's hard with the microphone. I'm not used to doing it with so many wires. This is a lot of pressure. You anyway, do keep going. Uh, keep you can going. hire me. You can hire me for gigs at Crispy Fritz uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Ooh, that um, was a great performance. Thank you, you Chris. Want. Yeah. And it's only going to get better than what you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And you can also find Chris on Spotify. Chris, hope thank you so much for joining us today. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having us. And yeah, well, absolutely. Hope. And thanks everyone again for watching and thank you for our sponsor, which is whom, Brian? Uh, Auth0. Auth0. Find him at Auth0.com. Boom. Thanks everyone. Appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. For consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us review, keep a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. Oh man, I am rude. I am, I am rude. <laughs> oh, I guess no one's watching. That's shocking. <laughs> exactly. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?